Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Tamrielic Traveler, and welcome back to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, the Elder Scrolls gameplay and news podcast. We are a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and of course we're on the website questgamingnetwork.com. Today's record date is Morndas, the 24th of Rain's Hand, and I am of Arwen. Your friend... When your friend smokes too much of your crack and you feel the need to call the cops, don't call your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler Ivarwin. <laughs> Yay! There's a thing behind that. <laughs> There's a thing. I don't know if you guys Did you then me. ask him if he could identify what it looked like? It, you know, that... <laughs> who sold it to him and... <laughs> <laughs> Really quickly, uh, so this dude calls 911 and uh, says, uh, and of course the 911 dispatcher dispatches this crazy job, uh, where basically a guy uh, who's smoke, smoking crack, the job said he's smoking crack with his friend and he wants him arrested because his friend smoked too much of his crack. <laughs> <laughs> Sound reasoning. <laughs> so uh, that was... That was hilarious. I was up at like 3 a.m. going, I, I I can't understand this. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It really is a lot, but this is. I'm this like, is... was his friend in trouble because he smoked too much and he needed a hospital? Maybe <laughs> no. that's why they called? No, no. He, wa- he wanted to get his friend arrested for smoking too much of his crap. Basically, it was a pet at larceny by proxy that this guy was trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's trying to, yeah. So, so of course, uh, the you know we talked to him inside of his apartment, and you know my the sergeant is is just like looking around this apartment for like, okay, is there any like, is there any crack that's left out in the open right now? Because <laughs> we're going to arrest this guy if if there is. There hadn't been lucky. They lucky smoked enough it all. <laughs> that, that's that's what he said too. He's like, I don't know what you're looking for because we smoked all the crack. <laughs> Well, he's twitching. He's like, pretty much. So, so all that happened was he went to the hospital for smoking crack. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Queen of the Umbalot. Her day was made when Zoss asked a added a kiss this emote. The one, the only, the queen, Liz, Mistress Umbalot Lebe. Umbalot. Are we allowed to say that? Say what? What Umbalot? No, never mind. Kiss this, mofos. <laughs> we're not reg- we're not regulated by the FCC, so you can, <laughs> you can yeah, say, yeah, say whatever yeah. you want. Um, yeah. yeah. Now I've got the FCC song from Family Guy in my head. This is awkward. Okay, fine. 
Wait, did Avaron just give us permission to say whatever we want? No, because I think we I still don't... have like family friendly like thing on our podcast mm-hmm. feed. Yeah, mostly uh... family friendly. Mostly family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And every time I swear on the podcast, I have to flog myself. So. Wow. All right. Moving along. Um, right, mo- <laughs> moving right to Mr. Flogger. <laughs> uh, finally, has I spells an ESO, the one, the only, the flogger himself, Rob Rage Philosophy. <laughs> Philosophy? Philosophy. <laughs> Philosophy. Okay. How you doing, Rob? It's going great. Who knew that this game had frost staves? You know, I, I, I never knew. I never knew it was a thing. And, yeah. and and uh, it's it's a lot of fun uh, playing it. I can't wait to try it on the new class. Well, uh, <laughs> we can't we can't confirm or deny that Rob has said ice spells, but he's looking forward to them when the when when Marwin finally does come out, right, Rob? We can neither confirm I, I nor am. deny that he wrote he uh, ran around Quest Gaming Manor singing "Let It Go." In his <laughs> uh, what was it? Jedi robe flapping in the wind. Mike saw it. Uh, yeah, apparently that you know that 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 seems to be the story. Um, I mean, screenshotter didn't happen. Was that his Jedi Video robe at eleven? Screenshotter didn't happen. Was that his Jedi <laughs> robe flapping in the wind? I thought a uh, I thought an animal had gotten loose oh, around here. Oh god! Mm. Uh, it's weird though. Every time snake. I try to take a screenshot of him doing it, it just comes out blurry. <laughs> <laughs> What is it like Bigfoot? It doesn't exist. What? Yeah. He leaves some weird tracks in the ground too. It's like footprint, footprint, and it's like he's dragging a hose or a snake, like, it's like a tripod at chest it's level. Oh, <laughs> well, there went the family show part. <laughs> Sounds like a penis. Oh, anyway, uh, when... <laughs> anyway, Mark, Mark couldn't be here today. Uh, Mark is super, super busy with uh, with work. It just happens to be that kind of time for for him at work. So uh, we miss you, Mark. Uh, please, please come on back as soon as you possibly can. Um, but you might notice that uh, we've got we've got someone new over here. Okay, and uh, let's let's uh, call him out real quick. Uh, n- no one has spears except for Mike. Mike's new to the podcast. The one, the only Mike, the Tamielic historian. <laughs> I'm so yes, confused I'm right a now. Bard that actually sings Britney Spears songs just to annoy Liz. Yes, oh. I like that. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do all that. Mike, how's it going? It's going okay. Yeah, right. I have no idea why I have spears, but you know, I guess I have spears now. Is your is your so. shirt under the NDA as well? Uh, since it's a uh, no, it's under uh, what was that? Uh, Pax East. So they gave it out for free if you went there. Okay, very good. And if you stood in line for two hours to play something that is under NDA. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I would imagine if it had been under NDA, as soon as we, as soon as we went live, like your shirt would just get deleted and you'd just be just there, just shirtless. <laughs> bare on the chested. Stream. Yeah. Bare chested. All with right. Your, Good show. I am, Zach. With your gigantic <laughs> sternum bush for the world to see. <laughs> Zach joins the group. He takes his shirt off immediately. So, you know. Oh, wow. It works. It works. Our GPS goes way up when he takes his shirt off. Um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we do have someone uh, who's, who's jumping in uh, with, uh, with us this week. Uh, co-host of Late, Late Night Elder Scrolls, our guest and the man who goes backpacking looking for cell service on top of mountains and my squishy little mammoth cheese, the one and only Zephin. 
I love y'all. <laughs> How you doing, Zeph? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. I wanted to say a big hello to the chat room. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Zephan had like an hour and a half of sleep last night after late, late night Elder Scrolls. And then said, yeah, sure, I'll be on the podcast tomorrow. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a lot of caffeine. Yeah. That's me BS. Well. You guys were on there. And then he was like, oh, the, uh, the American server's coming down. Let's go to the European one. I'm like, when do you ever freaking sleep? Are you fucking... He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't sleep. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, so Zephyr just doesn't you know, sleep. Usually on Monday nights, if I'm not doing this... You know, Zephin, myself, Evil Goat, and Ray are doing our DSA group. And Zephin's usually about, you know, what, half a bottle into Crown Royal at this point? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, on top of the fact that he doesn't sleep. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then he's got a two hour drive to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you make it there, but you Well, actually, it. it's only 10 minutes away, but, you know, it takes him two hours to get there because uh-huh. he's so tired. <laughs> He walks there and takes a nap. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, Zephan, it's great having you here, and uh, especially when we're going through some uh, some of the some of the dense material uh, that that came out this week. Uh, we we definitely need uh, all brains as uh, as much as we can possibly get for this particular episode. Um, wow. There, we lost Mark. <laughs> I, trouble now. I know. I said. I said we need all brains, but unfortunately, you know, we're down. We're down one because he's he's got to be at work. So we had to we had to pull in the other the other uh, massive brain that that I happen to know of. If Mike can't hold it all on his own. Rob can't hold it all on his own. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. I I I I, I can't hold anything. It's, uh, there's only there's only so many awkward jokes that Liz and I can throw at a at a at a class balance change, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen. Hello to the chat room. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, hello to you, dear listener, um, and thank you very much for listening, watching, downloading, and to our Patreon supporters. Thank you very much as well for your uh, your direct financial contribution. Um, no iTunes five star reviewers uh, this week. I guess the world hates us again. Um, Aww. Uh, but Mike's got something quick to mention. Right, Mike? Yeah, so uh, there's a note here from Rob. This just in. It's taken two years, but finally the Daggers are celebrating an anniversary. So, yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, yeah, so if you uh, are around this Friday, around 10, 30, 11, 12 o'clock, depending on when they decide to actually hit the record button, uh, Dancing with Daggers is celebrating their second anniversary. And here comes the Warhorn, so somebody else take over. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Tell us all about the, uh, the two-year anniversary for Daggers, the, uh, the stream right. on Twitch. Well, like, there's apparently a vacuum going on in my house, so I, uh, I sincerely <laughs> apologize for the background noise. Uh, somebody is going to get their, you know, what kick later. Anyway, I can't really hear any, any vacuum in the background, to be honest with you. Okay, well, well it's bugging me. So, Uh-oh. all right, Uh-oh. And, this entire time, God, I'm going to die. Mother- <laughs> and, anyway, um, uh, yeah, th- this Friday, um, e- even though it's actually two days early, um, is, is when we are going to be celebrating uh, Dancing with Daggers two year anniversary. Um, a, a, a stupid, funky little stream that that we decided to start up uh, that was centered around uh, Daggerfall Covenant 
uh, allied players, uh, you know, before this whole one Tamriel thing uh, kicked off. And to be perfectly honest, I was not expecting it to last this long. <laughs> like, I kind of figured that, okay, we'll do this for a little bit, and it just, eh, just eventually, like, people would lose interest. No, it's become like... It, it's become this phenomenon within QGNs. Like, everybody that hangs out in our team speak wants to get involved with daggers. It gotten to the point where it's not just the four of us. You got people who are just like, hey, what are you guys doing with daggers tonight? Are we going to, like, go out and do something? So, it's like, okay, well, like, I, I actually feel, uh, I feel bad because there's times I have to say, well, it's just going to be the four of us tonight because, like, we we didn't think of anything to do that involved you guys because we're at. <laughs> you were, were, yeah, because we're inconsiderate jerks. That's why. Um, but two years, I mean, two freaking years. It's uh, you know, yeah. it's a lot longer than, than I thought it would uh, that it would go, and it's just been fun ever since. So, so we are going to make an event out of it. Well, I'll uh, I'll tell you this: um, Dancing with Daggers has kind of been the uh, the the modern QGN template for for streaming. Um, before Dancing with Daggers, when we did streaming, it was very, um, like everything else, it was very structured, very, uh, very regimented. And it was almost, it was almost like its own podcast when we ever, whenever we did a stream, um, Dancing with Daggers came along after, after a long drought of just not streaming and sort of reinvented the wheel for us here. And, uh, if it wasn't for Dancing with Daggers, um, uh, the, the way streaming is done here at QGN would, would not be. Uh, would not be the what it is at all. So, um, it's uh, it's 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 been it's been uh, it's been something I've looked at very closely, and um, it's it's been a a wonderful thing having having the daggers on. So, uh, what uh, what exactly is uh, are you guys doing for the two year anniversary? Well, in true daggers fashion, we're not sure yet. Um, <laughs> we still got like three days and yeah, you know, still, yeah. 20 hours before you have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, as per typical fashion, it's probably going to be finalized about, I don't know, three hours beforehand. But we do know that we want to involve our community somehow, some way we're, we're going to, uh, you know, open it up. I don't know. Maybe, maybe talk about favorite daggers moments or the time that, uh, that Rage had this many word counts, or uh, that we oh, yeah. <laughs> like, or, or until the time you know when, when we streamed until five a.m. just completely oh tanked God. out of our cord. Oh my uh, God! And another thing that was that and, uh, yeah, yeah, and and another thing, and uh, you know just <laughs> you know it, it's, it's going to be more you know, more or less was just like a really casual type of uh, situation, like it always is, uh, because you know we we are such professional gamers, uh, <laughs> you know. Like taking on like the really hard content and just right, you know, absolutely got to see the hustle. You know, I got to see the hustle. It's like, okay, I want to down this boss in thirty seconds. No, you guys suck. No, we don't. We don't. We don't do that. We don't do that. We play the game and we enjoy it. That's we don't it. care about builds. We just care about having fun. Yeah. That's and, it, and and that's what it's all about. All right. Well, congratulations to the daggers and uh, two year anniversary coming this this Friday. So guys, uh, check it out on Quest Gaming Networks. Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. Um, did you move your screen? Or your camera? What's that? Uh, doesn't look like it. Never mind. Oh. Okay. 
Uh, also, the uh, Rob, the vacuum cleaner in the background sounds like lightsabers fighting. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, oh no. Oh. We get in trouble. But we, we like oh, the lightsaber. Damn it, Marwin. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, eh, he huh. forgot to shut off his camera. There's evidence. <laughs> exactly. Oh, crap. Oh, God. We're going to be in court having to explain stuff. Let's hope family. Oh, man, I'm saying you turning like off this. my camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike, uh, let's, uh, let's, um, let's, let's move along here while uh, things uh, sort of okay, make their so way. Okay, so ESO Marwin <laughs> has... thing to say. Move along. <laughs> let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along. Move along, folks. Nothing, Nothing to see here. here. Nothing to see here. Don't pay attention to that. <laughs> but she's bleeding. Nah, it's fruit punch. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's fruit punch. It's fruit punch. Come on. All right, Mike, please take it away. <laughs> okay, so ESO Morrowind has opened up its closed beta invites to many, many more people. Their NDA has been slightly relaxed to allow public discussion around class balances and changes. Any public discussion around the Warden, Morrowind itself, the Battlegrounds, and the new trial, Halls of Fabrication, is still forbidden by the NDA. Wait, could I even say Halls of Fabrication? Nah. I guess so. It's written here. Who knows? Yeah. Um, for those, uh, so this is actually a week old, so we're going to skip that one. Uh, ElderScrollsOnline.com has a skills and ability guide for the Warden class for those who are hotly anticipating the class and would like to dive into Zoss's ideas around the concept. So go to their website if you want to know more about the Warden. And then, October 4th, 2017, at the Baseball Center in Manhattan, is QGN Con. Oh, yeah. Mark baby. calendars. Get ready, people. Okay. Um, all right. So so we want to thank everyone for uh, for tuning in today, especially uh, the folks over at uh, at Audible audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network that's the link you're going to need uh and uh we appreciate them sponsoring our show today um liz was this uh was this you who who put this uh this book in here uh no nope. that would probably be rob that uh, would be me yes rob that, oh, I that wasn't me something else. okay oh wait a no, second I, that, that was a joke we actually wanted to do something different we wanted to recommend a different kind of book today right uh yeah yeah what was that one called we have two <laughs> Oh, hold on a sec. Wait. Yeah. Which one was that? Oh, God. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Who Moved uh, My Cheese? Was that it? Uh, yes. It's, um, Who Moved My Cheese? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, by, uh, by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Uh -huh. uh, an amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. <laughs> so... I mean, we're going to throw it out there, guys. I mean, if you just happen to be, you know, the kind of person who just, I don't know, has tough time dealing with changes of any kind, maybe small ones, maybe really big ones in your life, you know, maybe you moved into a new house and it's kind of tough to deal with a new neighbor, or maybe, I don't know, your favorite video game has done something different. I don't know. Maybe something like that, something small like that. Uh, we would like to recommend uh, Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Rob? Uh, Dr. Spencer... <laughs> I can't remember this guy's name. It always draws a blank. Spencer Johnson. Spencer, Sorry, Johnson. Spencer Johnson. And you can get Who Moved My Cheese for free. Yes, it's free, guys, if you use our code. Audible Our link, rather. AudibleTrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. Over at Audible. Um, who moved my cheese? I don't know. But it's there for you. <laughs> it's 
Speaking of moving Gaming cheese. Showcase. Speaking of moving cheese. Do, do we want to actually do the book that we... No, no, we'll save that for uh, Classic. All right, that sounds good. I like that. That's Aww. a good idea. Oh, All right. Such a good book. <laughs> See how, how Mike just adapted to change really quickly and easily? Oh wow! It's we almost. We should all emulate Mike. Mike, Seriously, you're like don't don't mess with my cheese though. Oh, okay. If you want to lose oh. a hand, you you play with my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Mike's a well-adjusted adult. Oh my god! I mean, no. I don't want to. I don't want to make judgments here, but Mike, I, if I were to judge you, I would say you're a well-adjusted individual. Uh, should have known me uh, ten years ago. You would have yeah, lost an arm if you touched my cheese. Is <laughs> <laughs> that like a euphemism for something? Or? <laughs> <laughs> All right, in my folks. head, everything is a euphemism. Let's uh, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. Let's call out the pink elephant in the room, and that is the class balance changes that everyone's been losing their goddamn minds over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, so, so uh, there's other stuff to talk about, of course, um, but we are going to be spending the lion's share of the podcast on these class balance changes. Um, the facts and our opinions, step by step, on class at a t- on, on one class at a time, I should say. Uh, now, this is the infamous information that has caused so much of an uproar and downroar on the ESO forums. Here it is, as presented by the cast and provided by Mike. Make up your mind and listen up for your favorite class and changes to its skills. Everyone got touched, and no one is com- is going to come away with this is going to come away the same. So, for good or for bad, do enjoy. And uh, again, I want to throw out a big thank you to Mike for getting this all together. Um, we're going to start with Dragon Knights, and uh, Rob, if you please, just go through all of the uh, the changes in the Dragon Knight, and then afterward. Um, the way this is going to work, this you know, we talked about this beforehand, but this is really for the listener. We're going to go through all of the class balance changes for each class, and then we're going to pick out a couple of things that sort of stood out to us um, as a cast, and just kind of you know go over it a little bit here and there. Uh, so without much, without any further ado, um, here is Rob on the Dragon Knight. Okay, Ardent Flame Tree, Inferno. Reduced the cost of this ability and its morphs by approximately 33%. Lava Whip. Reduced the cost of this ability and its morphs by approximately 10%. Earthen Heart Tree. Battle Roar. This passive ability now restores an equal amount of health, magicka, and stamina when you use an ultimate ability, and the amounts are now based on your character level instead of your max resources. Mm, that's a thing. Developer comment. This will be a buff for each particular resource if your maximum is below 26,000 and a reduction if it is above. This will generally result in a buff to overall resources restored, but a reduction to the specific resource you are stacking. Helping hands. This passive ability now restores stamina based on your character level instead of your max stamina. Developer comment. This will be a buff if your max stamina is below 19,800 and a reduction if it is above. Igneous Shield, Obsidian Shield Morph. The major mending buff granted by this morph is now tied to your own damage shield. If the damage shield is removed, the major mending bonus will also be removed. Developer comment. Major mending is an extremely potent buff category for healing. 
The ease at which you are able to maintain it creates a system where only extreme damage can kill you because your health bar rapidly swings from near empty to full. Adjusting the uptime on Igneous Shield's major mending means you will need to think more tactically about when to use your healing abilities while also giving enemies <laughs> counterplay towards stopping them. Oh, boy. Obsi <laughs> Obsidian Shard, Stone Fist Morph. Fixed an issue where the friendly heal from this morph could be dodged. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. All right. Don't well. heal me, bro. <laughs> well, glad they fixed that uh, that that issue. Um, starting with Rob, and then anyone else jump in. Does anything else? Uh, does anything happen to jump out at you on this? And, and there's there's no right answers here, folks. I mean, I know that this, you know, major mending is is a is a buzzword for for this uh, the, the all these changes. Yeah. Uh, major mending has been thrown around a lot over yeah. the past week. Uh, so, of course, this change to Ignea Shield um, has a, a lot of people not happy. Yeah. Um, it, it, as far as rage is concerned, I like the fact that they reduced the cost of lava whip because I spam the hell out of that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he looks happy. Next week, I mean, I, nerf. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't play a Dragon Knight exclusively. Uh, you know, so you know, I apologize that you know, a, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, uh, th these notes on here, when I kind of look over them, I'm a little, little jaded. Just more like, oh, okay, well, whatever. It's like I, I think I've logged maybe a minute on that class in the past year, and that was probably <laughs> to get something off of it. Um, so, I mean, you know, Dr Dragon Knight is not really my, you know, my favorite class. Yes, I, I have two of them, uh, but as far as, like, getting them anywhere in game beyond level 50, uh, no. Um, here, here's a question, because I, as you were reading this, I was sort of looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, I, I, if this, if this were, if this were me, Okay. Um, I would I would be thinking. All right. I these changes definitely mean that I am going to have to either play differently or or come up with a different way of doing the thing that I love doing. Um, so so in a way, I can I can sort of see. Uh, I could I can understand you know people's reactions. Um, and I'll, I'll leave it at that for the moment. Um, however. I'm also looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, there's not a single thing here that, that I wouldn't be able to just find a way to work around, whether it's with gear or like they say, um, some sort of, some sort of in-game tactic, uh, that, that you would use, uh, finding a different way to, you know, position a boss or, 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 you know, someone else in your group grabs the ads instead kind of a thing. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, Let's just let's jump over over to Mike on this one real quick, and then maybe Zephan. Um, am I wrong in thinking that? I mean, this doesn't sound like it's it's world ending. Well, anytime that you hear when we talk for the this rest of this section, a reduction in cost ability for it or its morphs, the first thing you have to realize is that overall there is a change to the way your pools of stamina and magicka work now, mm -hmm. and so there's not going to be this ability to just stand there you know, dishing out massive amounts of damage because your stamina and magic pool doesn't get depleted. So when they say, oh, a reduction in cost, it looks great on its own as it's standing there by itself. But you also have to realize that 
the cost of doing this is being reduced so that it's a little bit more in balance with the uh, time it takes to replenish your stamina or magicka to cast it in the first place. And the big one there, as Rob stated, with the major mending, the major mending buff um, is tied to the time of the shield. It was originally uh, untied from it, and so you could have major mending up without the shields being going. And so you could just watch these uh, health bars rocket back up without the shield itself being up. So now, if you want that healing benefit, you have to have the shield up and running. And a lot of people are not happy with it. But, you know, <laughs> as they said, it's a tactical thing. So if you want to be healed, you have to make sure that you have your uh, shield up. But it costs from your pool to activate your shield. So when you have less active stamina or less active magic going on, it's harder to keep some of these um, the, these uh, abilities going long enough. As as a as a Templar tank, um, one of the things I was supremely frustrated by was here's the Templar. He's a great class, um, but just you know, obviously the if you're going to go tank with him, not the premier tank for the game, not the game that this isn't this isn't the class that the game wants you to really tank with. You can tank if you want, and it's good. It'll do you well. Um, but they really, they're, the game sort of says if you really want to have tank on easy mode or be like a, the best tank with far little effort, Dragon Knight's the way to go. Um, personally, I, 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 I see some of this and I think to myself, well, maybe Dragon Knight tanking is not going to be on easy mode anymore. Stefan, what do you think about some of this stuff? Well, it's something we see time and time again with... Um with this patch with the classes is uh, a change in um, you know, what is based on with your stamina or magicka. And instead of going off of your max stats it's going off of your level and the baseline that they're using. I mean, to me, if you are an end game player and I'm not saying like uh, a mid max or anything like that, but I mean, just if you have a fair amount of champion points and you know, you have, halfway decent gear um uh, odds are if you're a stamina dps or or a stamina tank you're gonna have more than nineteen thousand eight hundred stamina i mean that's just kind (laughs) of you know kind of kind of obvious so you know a lot of the people that are near the end game you know are doing end game content whether they're maxed out or not are going to see a reduction in how much the abilities are helping you. So essentially they're going to get, uh, you know, that, that debuff there. Um, and it's, uh, it's going to hurt. It's, it's definitely going to be noticeable. Yeah, and you see that not just with the Dragonite, but uh, all the classes all across the board um, time and time again with that uh, instead of ma- or instead of uh, max resource pool, it's max health or I'm sorry, max, uh, max level. Um, you- I think that's, uh, that's harsh, but you know, I think it, when it comes down to it, though, champion points haven't always been in this game. And this is reminds me a lot of how we used to play before champion points were around. And we had all of that reduction in stamina or magicka use and, and all of that. I'm seeing a lot of these things just kind of reverting back to how it was before. You know, where we're going to have a little bit of buffs, you know, kind of 
almost how I feel like they intended it to go, but went way too power hungry. You know? <laughs> uh, before we move on to Nightblade with Mike, uh, Zephan, I-, I got a question for you regarding what we're just uh, what, we're, what we're talking about here. Um, yeah, absolutely. For all of the Dragonites in their car right now who are, who are heading to work and they're thinking, man, this is just the way I wanted to start my work week off hearing this nonsense. <laughs> um, what, what do you have to say to them? You're going to be okay. Dragonites didn't really get hit hit that hard. Um, you know, I mean, no no more than anybody else did, honestly. Um, it it feels, you know, it feels like it's, it's going to be just fine whether you're a DPSer or... Uh, tank um if uh you're a healer for some odd reason <laughs> uh yeah dragonite you'll be seriously did you just yeah. say that well oh, Drag- yeah, i've seen i've seen oh, dragonite, healers. dragonite, Heal- dragonite I, I healer. Yeah. healer in general no no not. dragonite healers it is a thing <laughs> i've seen it it's I weird saw one. It's it actually, yeah often. i was really surprised <laughs> um, i do but, like how they yeah. put everything based on your character level though because the higher your character level is the more you're actually going to benefit until you reach a maximum cap value. So, you know, somebody who's a level three shouldn't be able to stand toe to toe in a group setting with somebody who's a level 40 or a level 50 or, you know, max CP. Yeah. But how much does that really matter in a game where when you group up, uh, you are battle leveled anyway? I mean, but that's the thing is this is going to help with that battle leveling to make there be more than just a gear grind that you're going to want to you know play that character to get it to level 50 to get the cp points to help make it so that you feel more powerful every time you log in and play i yeah i got essentially buffing the lower level you know people a lot more and then the top level you know characters they're you know essentially nerfing them there is um and we're going to move on to uh tonight blade right after this um uh there was a (laughs) Uh, a comment uh, after one Tamriel came out, and it was, uh, and you saw it a lot, and that was, well, it, what, what's the purpose of leveling then? Well, guess what, guys? This is the purpose of leveling. They now added, if you felt like there was no purpose to, to leveling up in this game because of the battle leveling thing, um, well, you got what you wanted. Here, here it is. You are, you, your leveling is now purposeful <laughs> yet again, so... Uh, if if you're upset about that, well, uh, and you also you know complained that there's no there's no purpose to leveling, well, be careful what you wish for. Uh, you you just might get it. Um, me, you know, this is this is normal stuff. This is normal game stuff. I mean, you should be more powerful when you level up. Your skills should become more powerful when you level up. One of the great things about leveling up is, hey, I feel like I can now do more damage. I can now survive more damage. I can now put put out more more healing throughput with the same skills I've been using. So I have no problem with with um with with that in particular. I, I you know, I mean there's gonna be some with all, all of this stuff, of course, uh there's gonna be some growing pains, but nothing that seems world ending. Uh so far. Nightblade, Mike. Okay, so Shadow. Shadow Cloak fixed an issue where the invisibility from this ability and its morphs was being broken by numerous abilities, including reflective light, silver shards, burning talons, damage over time effect. Shadow image, shadow shade morph, fixed an issue where the pet summoned by the morph was not critically striking based on your spell critical. Siphoning, leeching strikes, siphoning strikes morph. 
This morph now converts the ability into a stamina ability and causes your light and heavy attacks to restore stamina based on your character level. Siphoning attacks, siphoning strike morph. This morph now causes your light and heavy attacks to also restore magicka based on your character level. Siphoning strikes. This ability now causes your light and heavy attacks to restore health instead of magicka or stamina. Increase the duration of this ability and its morph from 20 seconds from the original 15 seconds. Developer comment. Spoilers. This is a significant reduction to the magic and stamina restored by these abilities, but the addition of health restore should give Nightblades more healing to improve their survivability. New today. So from patch 3.01. Nightblade Shadow. The Shadow Barrier increases this passive ability's base duration of Major Ward and Major Resolve to 3 slash 6 seconds from the original 2 slash 4 seconds. The developer comment on this, increasing the duration of this passive bonus will improve the overall survivability of Nightblades. Heavy armor, tank-focused Nightblades in particular, should have much a much smoother time maintaining nearly constant uptime on these buffs with the combination of abilities such as Refreshing Path or Summon Shades. Siphoning, Siphoning Strikes, fixed an issue where the heal from this ability and its morph would not critically strike. So that's what they did today. All right, so, so, so Mike, your, your comment on some of this, what do you think? Uh, some of it is really good because, you know, like the siphoning strike where you can now choose, is it going to give me magicka or stamina back? Is it going to be based off of my stamina? Uh, especially the big thing right now, due to these, uh, changes that they're making in your ability to recover your magicka or stamina, we're all going to have to look critically at our, um, tool tips and make decisions because you're not going to be able to just spam certain abilities and get tons and tons of damage out of it constantly. You're going to have to make some decisions about, okay, I'm going to put leeching strikes on there so that I can increase the restore and stamina that I get from my character. Uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that they're really looking for. A lot of people, when they came to this game said, Oh, it's different from other MMOs because I'm not just using a rotation, hit this button, then this button, then this button, then this button, that right. it's an active combat system. Yes. And I think this is going to require a lot more of that. You're going to have to make decisions where you have to say, okay, yes, I could have this on and do a little bit more damage, but my sustain is going to be down. And in a boss fight, you know, that, that lasts more than 30 seconds, I'm going to need that sustain because I'm going to be running out of resources. I'm going to be popping potions and I'm not going to be doing dick. So you're going to have to make these kind of decisions. Whoa, and what? You're gonna... what? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to read the tooltips. And I think it's going to make, in the end, for a much more active um, battle scene, that you're not going to have people just bursting in and destroying all the enemies. That uh, one of the things that they're looking at, especially with the Nightblades and the, and the Sap Tanks, is how can we improve the health recovery that our Nightblades have and make them a little bit hardier uh, because we know that the burst damage that they used to have is not going to be enough to just destroy everything in their path. Mm. When, when, this, um, <clears throat> when, this kind, when this drops, um, I, would, I would recommend, and, and I only recommend it because it seems like it's worked out for me, um, and, and you guys feel free to you know, uh, critique this, um, I would recommend before you rebuild your, your character, um, figure out exactly what you want to do. Do you want to tank? Do you want to heal? Do you want a DPS? Um, how do you want to do it? 
and and then look at your champion points and after you're done building your character and, and you have an idea as to where you want to go with the gear and all that, if you're not fully there yet anyway, um, take a look at the champion points. And don't scatter your champion points in too many trees. If you can, stick to stick to one one tree in the warrior, one tree in the in the, in the nightblade, one tree in 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 the um, in the mage. Try and do that. Now, once you max that tree out to 100, then jump over to to another one. And and the reason why I'm saying that is because as a as a tank, um, this this has really worked out for me. Why has it worked out for me? Because I am now able to remember what my champion points do. What kinds of passives? What sort of what sort of triggering abilities am I going to do? Um, for example, you know when I block. Or when I when I block a certain attack, um, or rather, excuse me, when I when I shield bash, I know that uh, a, a a shield, a damage shield, is going to pop up around me, um, <coughs> and I I know exactly how much that's that's going to be and and, and all that. Um, so I can I can figure out exactly what's going to happen in, in the situation that I'm in a lot better than if all of my points are scattered all over the place and when I which would be granting me a lot of things all at once and on top of it I'm able to also figure out what's triggerable what's a passive benefit and um, sort of build myself around that what do you guys think on that and we'll, we'll go to Zephyr first well, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with, you know, what you said on that. It's it's true. You you got to play smarter, you know, and and you're not going to have infinite resources. I know as far as like the Nightblade is concerned, there was a lot of, you know, people that were relying on the uh siphoning ability to keep their resources up um <laughs> if they were having any difficulties with that, um uh, which some people did. And siphoning was a fantastic ability and it took a really big hit in this patch. Um, you know, you, you're not going to be able to rely on that anymore. It helps; it's nice, but you're definitely gonna gonna feel the uh, the impact on it. it. It's nowhere near as good as it used to be. Oh, I mean, considering it, it used to give you back um, stamina with you know I, with um, any attack. You know, I mean, there was a, a, a you know, you got it back with your light attacks, your heavy attacks, and you had a chance to get it back even with your abilities. Right. So you were getting a lot back all the time and now it's just light and heavy attacks and the amount that you get back isn't anywhere near as much as you were getting before so you know even those um those classes that have those abilities that are giving back stamina or magicka uh like siphoning um it's taking a big hit you know so be prepared that you are not going to be able to just spam out abilities like crazy and not run out you're gonna have to be smart with your resources uh, okay. And if you pair them correctly with your champion points, though, like if you put in the one tree or the one constellation where your uh, heavy attack is going to return magical or stamina, depending on what you're using, this could actually, you know, be really nice to bolster that because, you know, you're going to have to take and do a light attack or a heavy attack to get your stuff back already if you're a siphoning strikes uh, nightblade. So now on top of that, you add those points in the champion tree and you have to do it anyways to get them back. So now you're going to be doing even more and you're going to get even more back. It's going to keep you from spamming uh, you know, other uh, 
things inside your um, your Nightblade trees to uh, that you normally would have done. Oh, absolutely. I you know I think everybody should expect to see some build changes on all of this stuff. Um, and I think a, a big thing that you're going to start seeing is uh, right now currently a lot of builds are doing uh, light attack weaving between every every um, class ability um, or weapon ability whereas now you're going to start seeing a lot of builds that are weaving in heavy attacks so anybody that wants to start practicing their heavy attack weaving get on it all right um generally speaking before we we move on over to the sorcerer uh with rob um does anyone have anything they want to add about uh nightblade and does anything stick out you want to you know expand on on anything here no well, no, not Nightblade, no. No. Well, Liz, in general, I mean, we haven't we haven't had really a, much of a chance to kind of, you know, jump over to you. Um, before we jump over to Sorcerer with Rob, um, let's, uh, why, don't you, why don't you give us a little bit of a palate cleanser here? Why don't you tell us what's going on in your mind right now, listening to some of this discussion? Uh, well, uh, well, it was, uh, the, Rob was talking about the, uh, the DK, and he was talking about the major mending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I can think of is this one battle that I was having in PvP against this one guy. And I'm like, dude, I can... This is back, you know, about six months ago when I was absolutely the best healer I could possibly be. And I was when like, you were dude. number three in PvP. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a thing to, to put out there. Is Liz was no slouch in PvP. She was ranked number three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Liz jokes it, around a lot on the show, but she's she's a... Liz is a no-joke healer. She's she's really smart. And she's a but damn good healer. still not like what i used to be but still yeah well that's because you're out of practice i mean you get back into it that's true <laughs> yeah um it's, it's no, yeah it's once no i thing. get glasses it'll be a lot better and i'll be playing more. <laughs> anyway <laughs> well now that i know i can't see and that's why it like makes me sick to play on my pc i'm like oh that's why okay so anyway um but i was playing against this one guy and i was like dude there is no way i could not out heal out outlast this guy i was a templar healer but i'm like i i'm i'm so focused on healing that he's going to die or somebody's going to come along and, you know, kill him while I'm just healing myself and he's right. wasting his time. Basically, I'm bait. Um, and I was like, there's no way this is happening. How is he getting all his his uh, heal or his heals back? Right. And this is why I don't because I've never played a DK. So I, I don't know why people can do some things. And I'm just like, you got to be I should have won. And I just my mind is just going to that one battle. I remember where I was. I don't remember the guy's name, right. but I remember I was like, he is doing something. Right. So that's what it is. There's something going on with this guy. <laughs> so that's why I'm going in the background going, yes, but I know it sucks for people that are doing PvP or PvE. I'm so. doing the same thing. I mean, you heard earlier before when I was talking about, you know, tanking and, you know, maybe now uh, tanking won't be on easy mode for, for, uh, for Dragon Knights, but. Well, yeah, at least it sounds like a couple times that people are going to need healers again. Thank God. Sorry. <laughs> uh rob what about you i i know there's there's something swirling around in that uh, mustachioed mind of yours <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i played a nightblade uh you know in, in another life and i mean with a lot of these changes i'm like Ugh. i mean i i i feel why why people are, are are upset about it because i mean especially with the uh with leeching strikes um, the, the stamina return on that, and that was one of the things that just frustrated me about my, my stam blade was I had a very difficult time maintaining stamina if I wasn't using, uh, VO 
<clears throat> so with this, that's going to make it uh, even more difficult. So I, I can see why, why people are kind of raising their eyebrows and growling at this. Um, I mean, that's really the one thing that stands out uh, about this one. Um, I mean, the other morph of it where you get health back, eh, okay. Um, that's that's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, just for the chat room, I know um, some folks in the chat room have been have been asking. Uh, hopefully, you're enjoying the new layout, by the way. Uh, and I'm very sorry, I completely forgot to put in the hosts' names <laughs> on the new layout. It's simple. Please keep. Oh God, please keep it. Yeah, I, I will keep it simple. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and uh, so poor I Mike. I approve of something. Poor, oh my God. Poor. poor uh, yeah, poor, we need our names though. Yeah, we we need. Yeah, because poor Mike has been called guy on the upper left for the whole show. <laughs> I'm the guy on the guy upper on left. The upper left. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also because he doesn't have his beard, and you know, uh, right. I'm a little like, who is that? All right, um, Mike's looking pretty slick over there. Um, anyway, uh, what I want to sort of say is, um, I know a lot of people in the chat room have been calling out the fact that you know we haven't been talking about. Uh, there's more things to talk about other than this stuff, like the warden, like uh, what's going on with Morrowind and questing, and uh, what's you know what's battlegrounds like, and you know what's 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 it like on the PTS. Well, he, let's 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 say this, okay? Unfortunately, uh, at this point in time, all right. Even if we were on the PTS, we we are we are uh, forbidden from from talking about any of this stuff because of the non-disclosure agreement. So, if we are on the PTS and we are enjoying uh, this content, you're not going to be able to hear us talk about it for probably probably a while, for some weeks yet, um, because of the NDA. Uh, so there, there it is. So we can't talk about the warden. We can't talk about, um, uh, the warden skills or its passives or uh, anything like that at all. We, you're not going to hear that on this show. Um, if we are on the PTS, you'll hear it in uh, a couple of weeks from now, uh, when they lift the NDA and we can talk about that kind of stuff. You might hear if some we of the stuff. You might hear some of the stuff on the warden as they publish it. Like in our last episode, we reviewed all of the animal, uh, tree, uh, but, you know, all we could do is just summarize what we saw from ESO Live. Uh, so, you know, you might hear us talk a little bit about the Warden, but it's it's going to be stuff that's already out there and published uh, and polished by the developer to deliver to you guys. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be our feelings on it. It's not going to be, you know, what we think of it. Uh, it's going to be literally, you know, reiteration of what's already been polished. Right. So uh, no one here is going to break the NDA. <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's not going to happen. And Zach, uh, keep your shirt on, Zach. Right. So we're <laughs> we're uh, and that's not a confirmation uh, or a denial that we even are under an NDA. It's just, uh, you know, us saying that there is an NDA there. We're not willing to let you know that we're ignorant. So <laughs> anyway. Um, OK, so I guess we're done with Nightblade, right? Yeah. OK. All right. Uh, Rob. The sorcerer had a couple of things here and there. Would you mind? Yeah, just more like one thing. This is the puniest little list I've ever seen. It's so tiny. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I feel bad uh, for this list. Uh, another source for vitriol. Okay. Uh, the sorcerer <laughs> had had one single change. Dark exchange from the dark magic tree. This ability and its morphs now have a point. Two seconds of animation blending time at the end of their cast. That's and it. I'm out. Hell. I'm not playing this game <laughs> anymore. Broken. What the, 
What the hell is that? Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what really here... grinds my gears? This <laughs> <laughs> game's right, broken, uh, Ollie! <laughs> here, is, here is the developer comment. All cast time and channeled abilities have a .2 second after their cast is complete where you cannot cast another ability while the animation completes. This change makes dark exchange consistent with them. Oh, okay. okay. Layman's terms. What this means is that you cannot animation cancel dark exchange anymore. Is what it means. Mm-hmm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are the changes to the sorcerer. Back to you, Evarwin. Oh, hi, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, terrific. Screenshot. Ah, God. Okay. Um, well, thank you very much for that special report there out in the field there. Range philosophy. Okay, how's everything going on with the zeppelin over there, Mike? Great. Rage, what, what was it that you uh, decided to call this? What was the, the term uh, you had used? Something? Vengeance the, haters or something? The the, uh, the, 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 the the vengeance criers, I think. Meaning they're crying out for vengeance because of all of the classes. Or when we're talking about vanilla classes here, okay? When we're talking about the four original classes, Nightblade, Templar, Dragon Knight, Sorcerer. The Sorcerer... Pretty much pulled a Neo-like bullet dodge <laughs> when it when it came to all of these changes. So 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 the so as you as someone who primarily plays a sorcerer, I can relate to this. Okay, so like I'm going through the notes, so I'm looking at all the changes. I get to sorcerer and I go. I feel like I feel like Han Solo just shot down two Tie Fighters. It's like, it's like, yeah, nice kid. Don't get I cocky. Mean, I, I mean, I, I was, and to be perfectly honest, I was completely surprised at this. Um, I, I I was totally expecting them to just be like, oh, hey guys, remember how we gave you your crit surge back a couple months ago? Yeah, no, nope. I thought that like. Crit surge was going to be one of these things that, like, yo, you can only heal off of it now once every five seconds. It'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself that you know they're going to get uh, their shields debuffed, where it's going to be like, you know, you can put up the shield once every fifteen seconds or something, you know, because like we have yeah. members of our guild that have more shields than they have health, and are still pulling thirty-five to forty k in damage without like you know trial <laughs> buffs going on, and I'm right. like. I'm like, you got more between your shields and your health. You've got more than my tank does. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, like, j- just with this whole thing, though, I think, um, I mean, you know, I've, I've been paying attention to the forums, and a lot of the, a lot of the commentary I'm seeing is is mainly among uh, the, you know, the, the the preferred players of Templars, Dragon Knights, and Nightblades. And you have the the sorcerers that are just sort of like no! <laughs> they're hiding gonna... in the corner, going, "Don't you don't see us? Please don't like, see I'm, us." I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> if we close our I'm eyes, they won't see us, right? It's like, it's like nobody move, and maybe we can fly under the radar. Dude, you know, they won't see us. Yeah. And see, like the thing is, like. You know the, the 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 big thing on the forums right now is that Magicka sorcerers are the new meta. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate using that word. Sorry, but the to be perfectly honest, they're right. Okay, they, they are right. I, I've jumped on the PTS. I have a Magicka sorcerer. I also have a stamina sorcerer, and 
it's just like, okay, I'm not seeing too much of a difference here. All right, maybe I'm running out of resources maybe a little bit faster, but eh, just a couple heavy attacks. I'm good. Th that That's kind of how the sorcerer feels right now. So I can completely see why a lot of people are a little miffed at this. It's blood magic. You use blood magic on the devs <laughs> to forget about you. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I, missed, I missed the times when, you know, Zoss said, we won't nerf, we'll buff everybody yes! else up. And Remember I that? would love for my Nightblade to be doing 35k, you know, without crazy, like, dots and weaves and everything else. Kind of just like the way it used to be where you could just spam funnel health or, you know, the the other one, the other morph, and just be like, yep. yep. Ah. Uh, yeah. I would just tell somebody to get off your lawn. <laughs> so I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and, and and say this now for for all of our listeners and anybody on the forums who happens to find our podcast for all of you sorcerers out there you're next. <laughs> oh, oh god, that's uh -oh. scary! I didn't play a but I was a little scared. That's quite intimidating. I'm I'm waiting for it. It's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. It might be big. You're right. Yeah, um, it's gonna be. Yeah, we're 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 gonna get hit. I know we're gonna get hit. All right, let's let's move into Templar because this is a bit of a list. Uh, Liz and I are going to be uh, presenting presenting this. Um, I think <laughs> it seems like we've got the biggest amount of information here. Uh, get the hedge clippers because literally you're cutting off limbs. <laughs> yeah. All right, Templars, listen up. Adric Spear Tree, Spear Shards. The synergy from this ability and its morphs now restore stamina or magicka. Whichever percentage is lower. The amount restored is now based on your character level instead of your max resource. The synergy also has a shared cooldown with necrotic orb synergy. Luminous shards, which is a morph of spear shards. This morph now causes the synergy to also restore an equal amount of magicka or stamina to the casting Templar with a 20 second cooldown. The developers have left comments on this one. This reduces the need to have a Templar to constantly feed stamina to your stamina, DPS, and tank. <laughs> while, make, <laughs> while making the Spear Shards synergy more useful to Magicka builds. <laughs> Alright, Dawn's Wrath. The Dawn's Wrath tree. We're talking about Eclipse. This ability and its morphs now last for 3.5 seconds, which is down from 6 seconds, but can, but can no longer be removed with Break Free. After the effect ends, enemies will gain a CC immunity, which is crowd control. Uh. Crowd control immunity. Uh. Also reduce the cost of this ability and its morphs by approximately 20%. Power of the Light. A morph of backlash fixed an issue where the damage from this morph could be dodged. <laughs> Purifying light, another morph of backlash fixed an issue where the heal from this morph could not critically strike. So I guess that's a thing. <laughs> so they fixed that. That's right. Uh, I didn't even know it wasn't critically striking. That's how great mine was. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, speaking of the greatness, uh, would you mind, Princess LeBeau, uh, jumping ah! on here at Restoring How'd Light? How'd you 
did you know that was my new character's name? Is is that it? Did so, you see? Uh, yeah, no, I have no idea. I just I, I just was. It was. Now I'm deleting it though. Okay. Um, restoring light for the mending. This passive ability now increases the healing done by restoring light abilities by six slash twelve percent, based on the target's missing health up from five to ten percent. Is that what that means? Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. So okay. your first morph is six. Your second morph is twelve. Okay. Uh, repentance. It's in the restoring aura morph. This morph now restores health and stamina based on your character level instead of your max resource. It also only restores stamina to the casting Templar, but continues to restore health to the casting Templar and his allies. Flip the desk right there. Over. Done. <laughs> I'm just glad I read it. I had to close one eye. Okay. <laughs> and the, the developer comments say, uh, this will be a buff to your maximum stamina. If your maximum stamina is below 29,700 and a nerf, if it is above. And Rush Ceremony, uh, the ability and its morphs now heal friendly targets uh, in a 180 degree cone in front of you instead of all targets in a radius around you. Ah! Oh! <laughs> yeah. Mother lover. Okay, and then there's also Rush Ceremony has an extremely potent heal, and they want to adjust its effectiveness without making the ability heal for less. So with those goals in mind, they made it the ability so that it only heals targets in front of the Templar. Yeah, we yeah we heard about that. This makes the ability require a more strategic positioning and gives the healer more control over who gets healed. You can now position yourself to ensure an ally being attacked will be healed rather than another pe- player standing in the back. Okay, fine. <sighs> I will take that change. Do you actually use Rushed Ceremony? I don't know. I use something. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't. <laughs> I, I, I actually do know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> ignore it there. But, um... Uh, the whole... Sa- sacred ground. We're on sacred ground. Come on. Somebody said something. Okay. I said that now. Go ahead. The scout ability, the passive now grants minor mending instead of major mending when you're standing in your cleansing ritual, rune focus, or rite of passage area of effect. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other, another comment with a similar goal to reducing uptime on major mending, as noted, with the igneous... Shield change. Templars having 100% uptime on major mending by just standing there. Uh, Standing within their areas of protection is stronger than what we'd like and is one of the reasons why they are most desirable healer, or they are the most desirable healer in endgame situations. We've changed the bonus to minor mending instead, but have increased the bonus from mending passive to compensate slightly. Okay. And that's now, pretty all the reading I can do. <laughs> uh, new, that's fine. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Uh, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, new today. I'm not, I'm not illiterate. I just can't see. Okay, sorry. I had to get that out there. <laughs> I can't read what's on the screen. It hurts. Okay. <laughs> well, as always, thank, Liz, thank you for your care. Sorry. <laughs> I felt like I needed to explain myself. Okay. Well, uh, that's fine. Uh, I think everyone heard earlier today that you don't have glasses and need them, so... <laughs> appreciate you reading as much as you did. Uh, here's some stuff that's new from today for the Templar. Okay, in the Adric Spear, uh, Adric Spear area, <laughs> Spear Shards, Adric Spear Tree, rather. Okay, Spear Shards. The synergy from this ability and its morphs now restores Magicka or stamina based on whichever has the highest maximum instead of whichever has the largest missing percentage. 
Known issue from Luminous Shards. Resource return on for the casting Templar is still restoring resources based on the largest missing percent. This will be fixed in future PTS patch. And developer comments on this. Based on the initial PTS feedback, we've changed the magicka or stamina this synergy gives you, as well as the necrotic orb synergy. To always restore the resource you have the highest maximum of so that it's more consistent and reliable with your build type. All right, go ahead, Mike. You're shaking your head. What's up? I, I don't like the changes to the Templar. Uh, <laughs> as a person who receives, uh, you know, from Templars, the fact that your spears now restore whatever's my highest and Necrotic Orb does the same is complete bunk because what you rely on is when a Templar throws a spear, you know you're getting stamina. And when they throw an orb, you know you're getting magicka. And now, you know, you can't rely on that. So if I hit an orb, it's going to restore stamina, which is great if I'm missing stamina. But if I'm missing, you know, magicka to put up a shield or to use for a taunt, you know, now I am SOL. And it, it takes away the ability of the player to easily identify what they need to activate in order to get what they're missing. And the fact that they now have also taken from Repentance the uh, stamina return mm -hmm. to the players, not the person casting it. So, you know, I mean, what are you going to do with more stamina other than, you know, roll dodge out of the way versus everybody in the conal effect of uh, Repentance right now is going to get stamina back. It, it's just, it's making it harder and harder to play when you're a stamina character because now you don't know what you, you, you don't know what you're going to get. You have no selection capability and you can't rely on a Templar to recover all of your stamina the way that they used to. It's my biggest frustration right now with all of these changes isn't so much the major mending that is going down to a minor mending. It's the, you know, the lack of return of stamina that stamina players are going to have when they're grouped with Templars. Well, that's definitely going to be a, an adjustment for sure. Um, now, now if I'm reading this correctly, okay, and, and you guys stop me there if I'm not, um, <clears throat> the way this works is uh, if you're if you're interacting with either the orb or the spear, um, you are going to get the resource you have the most of. Um, yeah. So if you have two, let's say you have twenty k of stamina and ten k of magicka, you're always going to get stamina back. But right. What and, I'm saying and that's, is that now that's right now you know in the live that if you throw a, a, an orb right at me, I'm going to get magicka. Yes. And if I need the magicka, I activate it. Correct. Honestly, now, I've never seen anybody use necrotic orb ever. Hold, hold on a second, because I, 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 I think this this might be in, uh, important for the listeners to know. Okay. Now, this does not mean that um, you're going to get the the resource that you have the most of at the moment. This is the resource that you you have the largest pool of. So, so if I have in Mike's example. Uh, the ability to have 20,000 stamina, but I just happen to have like 6,000 left. And my Magicka happens to be 10,000 stamina and I've got 8,000 left. I'm still getting the stamina back because that is the largest pool, correct? Yes. Okay. See, I could see where the listener would think it might be the other way around. Where it's like, okay, I'm getting back whatever is least useful. You know, if I have... 20,000 stamina left out of 25,000 and I've got 
um, you know, ten thousand magicka out of out of uh, eighteen thousand, I'm I'm going to get the stamina back, even though I need. So I guess I'm getting long-winded about it, but I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, they're they're taking away choice and making it so now both necrotic orb, which right now only does magicka. And the spear from uh, the Templars, which only does stamina, and they're making it so that whatever your largest pool is, when you activate it, it's going to replace what you're missing from that pool. My thing is that you know, right now I know that if my you know healer throws out an necrotic orb and I activate it, I'm going to get Magicka back. Mm. And you know, it's a balancing game as to how much stamina do I use, how much Magicka do I use, and me making the correct choice to activate the correct thing. With this, you know, it's you're going to take one or the other off your bar, and it's going to be just whatever's coming. And my feeling is, is what they should do is make one morph of the thing stamina, and one morph a magicka, and then make it so that they're visually different, so that non-Templars can use the orbs to deliver to the party either stamina or magicka, and that the Templar can use the the spear or the the Adric spear lines to deliver either magicka or stamina. And there allows you to mix and match. And it makes the Templars still relevant in terms of they can throw both a magicka ball and a stamina spear. Right now, it throws out the one and whatever your pool is, is what gets replenished. Now you're just on automatic mode is really all it is. I mean, whether you're throwing out an orb or a spear, whoever interacts with it, they're going to get whatever they have the the most of, the the most yeah. uh the, the the largest pool of. Now, here's the next thing. So, as I a mean, tank, you're going to be, you know, as a character, pulling your you hair should, out, okay? You should always you know spear, what you're getting. You get a spear thrown at you in uh, a boss fight uh-huh. as a tank. Everybody knows, don't touch the spear, it belongs to the tank or at least call out, "Can I use it?" Now they throw out the spear, and you've got all these uh, sort of DPSs <laughs> oh. out there activating the spear because they want more Magicka so they can increase their DPS. And all of a sudden the tank's dead because he has no stamina for block. Look at Zephan's face for a second. He looks so confused. <laughs> no, I'm just... He's really concentrating. I just... Go ahead, Zephan. What do you got? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. The Templar, I feel like every patch takes a hit and another hit and another hit. And every time he tries to get back up, he just gets knocked back down. It's just, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. harsh. That's I'll what we this. do. We're healers. We can get back up. I don't, uh, you know. I, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with this at all. Um, I mean, I, I, I totally see everything that you're saying, Mike and, and Zeph and I see what you're saying. Um, I just don't have much of an issue with this. Um, what I can tell you though is uh i i completely agree with what you're saying um both of you guys i mean especially you know zeph saying you know that <laughs> with every patch the templar seems to be getting hit in the face um I, I just even though i don't have a problem with this i don't see why it needed to get touched it seems like out of everything that we've read today <laughs> it seems like it's just inconsequential like why are, and they're patching it with with something that's that's non consequential too. Quite honestly, if, if, I mean, if I didn't it works, know that. It works oh, well. Go ahead. Uh, if go it ahead, works, Mike. it works well. Why are you screwing with it? Leave it alone, guys. Mm. 
And I agree with you, Liz. I didn't know Necrotic Orb did that either. I, yeah, it's not what the hell? I I, if I'd have known, then I would put it on my bar for right. people that needed it. But yeah. I, I'll tell you, no, no point in putting it on your bar anymore. The yeah. Shards do the same thing. Right? Exactly. Yep. And, and I think if there is something I'm going to have a problem with this in, in specifically, I think it's going to be that. That both um, shards and orbs are now the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you might you might think that the orb is probably a little bit better because, like Mike said, when you throw the spear, it's going to land and it's in a fixed place. So people can interact with it and interact with it only once. When you throw out the orb, it doesn't do that, right? I mean, you it just floats by you. Yeah, it floats by you and multiple people can interact. I mean, you interact with the orb and it doesn't just explode, right? It just... No, the first person to interact, it explodes and they get it. So if it take if there's four people between you and that orb and you're the tank, kiss your luck goodbye on that one. Okay, I see what you're All those DPSs yeah. are going to be stealing your orbs. Yeah. You got a lot more people going after that. Well, this is going to – being aware of this, all right? And, and look, you know, like I said, I, I'd rather them not touch this in this way um, because I just think it's it's just um, it's just inconsequential. Um, and you're, you're, you're making something more complicated than it needs to be. Um for you groups out there, I would say this: uh, you're going to be a half. You're going to have to be aware of this. All right, for you tanks out there, you're going to have to be aware of this. Talk to your healer or whoever has these skills and say, "Listen, we got to work as a group together." Okay, um, throw the spear down when I ask for it, close to me. This way, I can grab it. Okay, throw the spear down or the orb close to the DPS and call it out if you need it. Okay, you're going to have to be more interactive um, during a fight. <laughs> So, yeah. so I, I think well, it's going to be really hard at first, too, because yeah. everybody's going to be hard up for resources. So everybody's going <laughs> to want it. You know? I, I think to tell you the truth, the orb is going to be much more useful than the, the, the spear, because when you throw a spear, the second you go to throw a second one, the first one disappears. And I have run to one oh, only to find it that. gone yeah. where the orbs, you can release a whole stream of the orbs. Yep. And. So you're going to see like these streams of orbs just floating by in the hopes that the tank finally gets one versus if people are throwing spears out there and they're just like, throw another spear, throw another spear. You're not going to have had time to activate it before it actually moves to the other side of the damn room. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, the benefit with this uh, with a spear as well is that the Templar that throws that spear is going to get resources back when you synergize with it as Ooh. well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's your difference. I mean, there's a couple things out of this that I like. The Eclipse where, you know, now, uh, yeah. you know, that they, you know, the, the CC immunity, you know, mm -hmm. that way, you know, the the morphs and stuff like that. It's like some of them are really good, but there's, you know, as the fact that everybody wants a Templar in their group because A, they're the best healer. Yeah. And B, they have amazing resource assistance that, you know, you're really, you know, screwing up with some stuff here that makes it so that they're they're kind of you know, not going to be that they're going to feel like they're, they're second rate now. What and, the, um, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. What are the things now that you absolutely want your Templar to have on them? Well, as a tank and a stam DPS, you want them to have the repentance because when there's dead enemies around you, they hit repentance and everybody in that clonal effect in front of them gets stamina back. And that's the clonal effect now. Cause wasn't it a complete circle before? No, that's the repentance. It's always been a conal effect. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the second one is you want the shards for them to be able to have the shards. And then, uh, you know, the rush ceremony right now is great because you end up with the major mending by having the, the, the sacred ground type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. 
the rush ceremony is an ultimate is the ultimate where you end up healing your group. And so sometimes like with some of the fights, you know, you could be much further away than, uh, you know, the, than other heels and they hit that and they stand there and that's, you know, the, the sparks come off of their heads and their hands and, you know, it heals up I the group. I love that one. Hugely. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and now it's going to be, you know, you can't be like running away from the boss, hit that and hope that it heals your people. You have to actually be behind them and facing them and hope that they don't roll out of the way or end up behind you. Which I, I actually like. Um, I, I do like that because even though it was, um, well, listen, I, I, I know it's, it's kind of, it, it, it's a pain in the ass. All right. It is going to become a pain in the ass in some situations. All right. But think about what you were doing before. You were adding yourself, and I, I'm guilty of this too. Um, when I when I throw that that uh, when I throw that out, you, you basically put yourself right in the middle of the action, so you get everybody around you with this heel, and you become. But you can't move after you, you just hit that move. button. You can't move. Right. So because you can't move, and you're healing all of this, uh, you're, you're throwing out all these heels to everyone around you. Guess what? Now you're the biggest target in the room. You 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 end up putting yourself in like the worst possible situation if an AOE pops off, and I can't tell you how many times an AOE has popped off, or or several of them have overlapped right where I'm standing, and it's like, well, you, you know, uh, I end up either dying in the middle of it or I die very quickly when it's over because but, I, I just wasn't paying attention to where I was. Now but the thing is, is that you've healed everybody so much that they can come get you. Yeah, but you're, they're also uh, I, coming to get you in, a, in an area that, that is extremely hot. This, I think I'd be much better with it if, like, the distance from the, the caster was doubled and it was just what's in front of the caster. Because now they okay. don't have to run into the middle to cast it. Well, uh, this, that's what's happening with this cone effect. Now, as, as you're, you use this, this skill... You know that you're going to hit somebody. You, you know you're going to hit your group in a cone effect. So you're going to back up and make sure that your back is to something that's safe behind you or as safe as relatively safe as possible. And now you're going to hit rush ceremony. And if anyone wants to heal, they're going to have to make sure that they're within that cone effect. Otherwise, and, and it's going to have to be a, a group dynamic. You're going to have to say, guys, get in the cone because here comes that heal and everyone's going to have to try and do that. And it, it ends up being that if you if you do it in a way where you and your group are coordinating on on TeamSpeak or whatever you have, you the healer are and you actually end up being safer. And um, I, I think that's that's it's, it's uh, I, I agree with this change. I, I definitely agree with it. I think it's going to to add um, less stress uh, for for people who. <laughs> In the long run, I think it's, once people get used to this, I think it's going to add a lot less stress. Um, the major, well, so I'm 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 confused though, yeah. right? Because I I think you're talking about a different ability. All right. So the the rush ceremony is not the ultimate. It's not the purifying some. It's no, it's 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 the base skill for like Breath of Life. Oh, okay. See, I just know it as the one at the top and number five. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to look this up now because. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I thought it was the other one. Oh my um, God, we're gonna yeah. get so many tweets. Just you guys. So, uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I know, but now it's been like twenty minutes and. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure everyone. Yeah, and, and so, brush ceremony, it it, it actually it's, it's it's a lot more difficult because you have to aim that that big nuke heal now instead of just just hitting it and knowing the lowest health person is going to get healed, whether you know where they're at on the battlefield or not. Well, you got to know where they're at. I mean, well, you yeah, have to. Yeah, you have to know where they're at. You have to aim at them, and yeah, you got to know with it. Yeah. Oh my God! It Mike's never going to get healed because he always yeah. moves around way too much. <laughs> it, it's and the more, it's the pre-morphed breath of life. So now it goes from a twenty-eight meter radius to a twenty-eight meter cone. Yeah. Oh, that! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you want to see Liz blow her lid? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Now that I'm remembering, it's it's the breath of life because that's my favorite. That, that's the thing is, I really wish that they'd make these morphs like a, a version of like instead of calling it breath of life, it should be like you know, life ceremony or something. Yeah, it, that's one thing. Once a morph is made, it's like, you never remember the damn base thing. Nah. Well, you know what? Name it, and then the rest of the name, like the morph could be, you know, like breath of life, like you just said, ceremony, or just adding a different word at the end of the base thing. That would make it a lot more easy. Yeah, so rite of passage is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I was thinking of, too, was rite of passage. That's it. Now that... <laughs> See, that's yeah. why I got it confused because r- rush ceremony. Uh, all right, rite of pass. I thought it was rite of passage that we were talking about. Oh my god, I'm not the only one that does it. Thank God. No, I do that too. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it drives you nuts because it's like, okay, yeah. just you know, right. make it a variation on its base name. Come on. At, at least we corrected it. Before well, yeah. The show so, ended. <laughs> yes. I'd rather. I'd you rather. Gone in sooner. <laughs> I'd rather have the correction on here. Uh, then, then let it go. So, so I appreciate that, Zephan. And, and Liz, we're not going to get any tweets. That's, that's stupid. And if someone does tweet us like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. I can't even tell you right a path for your rough third one. Then I'm going to tweet it back and said, shut up and go. Uh, well, I'm not going to finish that sentence, but anyway, <laughs> I'll be rude. I'll be rude right back. But, um, I will hit you with my Emily Post etiquette book. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's let's get back on track with this. All right, so rushed ceremony, right? Which which one specifically is this, uh, Zephyr? Because I'm I'm also thinking about honor the dead. Okay, so the well, it, it's basically talking about that is, is the base ability, um, and then it's also the um, but the the morphs do the same thing. Okay, so I still have no so problem with this. all all of them. The, the base skill and all of the morphs um, will um, essentially have a conal effect now. Right. I still have no so problem. Most people with this. know it as Breath of Life. Yeah, Breath of Life is the most common one that does yeah. it because uh, Breath of Life heals multiple uh, people. Okay, so it, it so Rush Ceremony morphs because I have Honor the Dead, and that's that's the morph of Rush Ceremony. Or yes. I, yes. Yeah. And Breath of Life is the other one. Yeah, so the the honor of the dead is when you heal like a low um, health ally, then you get uh, magicka back. Right. Oh, you selfish sob. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a healer. He's a tank. Remember that. Yeah, but yeah. I do think it's kind of weird though that the the they are. I mean, not not really counting the uh, breath of life, but they are single target. 
heals. Yeah, I mean, that is your single target nuke heal, essentially. So having it be a conal heal and still only heal one target is kind of odd. All right. Yeah, I see, I, yeah I'm looking at the. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about this the right way now. I still have no problem with this. Guess what? Healers. Get your ass what? in the back of the bus. <laughs> that's oh where God. you're supposed. I'm sorry. But as a Too tank, that, that's <laughs> where you're supposed to be. Get your ass on the back of the bus, healers, because you're supposed to be away from the danger. Why do you think your tank is up there getting his ass handed to him? To protect you. Because Stand in the back and heal everyone like a normal goddamn healer. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Oh my! It is what? Send all yeah. hate mail to Avarwin. Go ahead, send it to me. I don't care. My email's got a delete button too, bruh. So all of a sudden you're fighting a boss fight, and uh, it's one of those ones. It's like in a big open area where everybody's running around like crazy. Yeah. You know, do uh, Imperial City Prison much, or try to do um, uh-huh. the uh, Planar Inhibitor. Oh, uh, White Gold Tower and try to get everybody in front of you while you're trying to heal them. Good luck uh-huh. with that. Good luck. We're, we're just, we're <laughs> you're going to be running around. Before it breaks loose and, you know, <laughs> oh. now your healer's actually facing the wrong way and you're like, heal me, heal me, heal yeah. me. And she's I like, shut up. Listen, uh, the, the healer's trying to close the portals and, and it has to run over to you to heal you. I'm, to, I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm looking at this from the perspective of, uh, you know, you know Zos changed a, th- changed a thing and is it really all that bad? Look, Again, this is another thing where, you know, you know, I mean, did, 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 did they really need to do this? I don't necessarily think so. I think it was fine just the way it is. I don't understand why they need to do this. So I, I disagree with it being changed in the first place. But now that it is changed, I really don't think this is a bad – I don't really think this is this is a big deal. Um, no, it's if, not a game-breaking If I were changing this, it is very frustrating. I would, I would have made the cone effect longer. So instead of, was it 28 meters? Is that what yeah, it's make said? it fifty something? Right, exactly. I would have, yeah. I would have added like, or or maybe like you know forty or something like that. That's that's kind of where Making I think a hundred meters. Let him stand outside the dungeon and heal me from the safety behind the door. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad exchange though. If I have to do it in a conal effect, I'd rather be able to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And a conal effect. Do, do, do you guys remember? I'm trying to remember the. Uh... The, the warden skill lines that you guys went over in a previous episode. But uh, don't they have like a conal heal as well? I think so. Uh, I remember a lot of damage over time. Mike was uh, telling <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Say, or not damage, healing over time. And I was like, this is too slow. Yeah, I won't be able to do that. Jesus. Uh, yeah. yeah, they have a conal. Okay, yeah. So I'm wondering if they, they changed it to kind of put it on par with that. Wow. All right, guys. Let's um, let's let's move on because we've got <laughs> we still have seventy five percent of the show to do. You said it was an yeah. elephant, which means there's a lot to cover. There is okay. a lot to cover, but you uh, said it was a pink elephant, so it's drunk. It, okay? it's, it's, you know, it's a How big do you pink eat an elephant. elephant, one forkful at a time. Uh, uh, listen. Why are you eating? You guys, uh, you guys have been doing a phenomenal job. I, I have no complaints. Um, what I am saying though is is uh, if we don't if we don't cover uh. Uh, like half the show then that's fine <laughs> as long as we get this out this is <laughs> this is the stuff we need to get out it really does i mean uh i've got some other some other stuff on here you know the eso three-year anniversary we could talk about that some other time <laughs> we don't have to talk about it right now during the fourth the four anniversary, year anniversary. <laughs> right exactly we'll talk about it on the four-year anniversary anyway let's um so so let's let's move away from templar uh zephan um we've got some stuff with the weapons that uh that happened as well uh please 
Yeah, weapons in the two-handed skill line. Reverse Slash reduced the cost of the ability and its morphs by approximately 27%. Dual Wield Twin Slashes increased the cost of this ability and its morph by approximately 60%. Mm. Oh. What what the what? Anyway... (laughs) New today. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, new today for the two-handed critical rush. The uh, critical charge morph fixed an issue where this morph was not increasing in damage based on distance traveled. The one hand and shield tree uh, invasion shield charge morph fixed an issue where this morph was not increasing its stun length based on distance traveled. The bow skill line rapid fire updated the visual effects on this ability and the toxic barrage morph and fixed an issue where this ability and the toxic barrage morph would ignore line of sight Uh, volley increased the cost of this ability and its morphs by approximately 30 percent also um, we have a change in um, in how blocking actually works he uh, reduced the cooldown for being charged stamina or magicka to block an attack uh, to 0.25 seconds from 0.5 seconds. Uh, developer comments on this. Due to how powerful block is, being able to near permanently block numerous attacks was posing significant balance issues. In PvP situations, okay. this change will provide more counterplay against targets trying to block all of your attacks. You can rapidly attack them in order to drain their stamina faster. In PvE encounters, this will encourage tanks to use block more tactically for the larger, more deadly hits. Now for armor. The light armor tree. Swapped the evocation and recovery passives in the skill line window. For evocation. This is now a two-point passive, originally three points. It now reduces the cost of your magic abilities by one and two percent um, per piece of light armor, down from one slash two slash three percent. For recovery, this is now a three-point passive, originally two points. It now increases your magic recovery by two slash three slash four percent, that's per point, um, per piece of light armor instead of 2-4%. For medium armor, Windwalker. This passive now reduces the cost of your stamina abilities by 1-2% per piece of medium armor, down from 2-3%. For heavy armor, Constitution. Reduce the magicka and stamina restored by this passive ability by approximately 42%. Whoa! That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're seeing, you know, time and time again, it's whatever you're getting uh, stamina and, and magicka back from is is all uh, getting jacked up for you. Oh, yeah. So all this theory crafting you do, is it just totally out the window? Uh, it, it's back to square one in a lot of respects. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of the build makers are going to be, you know, busy. chugging along because they're going to have to make new builds. Busy, busy. And very busy over the next couple months. Yeah. Get to it, Zevin. Oh, I've been working on it. <laughs> I um, love that. I just imagine you with like an Excel sheet and like a calculator. <laughs> I have multiple Excel sheets. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> All right. 
Um, okay, as a tank, the first thing that jumps out at me is is um, is the block stuff. They say due to how powerful block is, being able to near permanently block numerous attacks was posing significant balance issues. In PvP situations, this change will provide more counterplay against targets trying to block all of your attacks. You can rapidly attack them in order to drain their stamina faster. In PvE encounters, this will encourage tanks to use block more tactically for the larger, more deadly hits. All right, so this is going to be very frustrating for me to um, to have to learn how to how to tank again. Essentially, um, now I am I am taking. Uh, punches to the face only so I can hold on to my stamina long enough to to throw up my shield when I'm about to get drilled in the face. <laughs> and your healer's in the back of the bus. In the back of the bus, you. right. Liz is <laughs> she doesn't have her healing. In the back of the bus, anymore. there's Liz throwing out her conal effect <laughs> heal. <laughs> Going, get hoping back that, in my cone. Get right. back hoping in my cone. That, <laughs> hoping that you're the one with the lowest health in the group. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah. um... Oh, that's so right. Well, <laughs> this uh, this shield thing is uh, it's going to be tough for me to 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 uh, to relearn. But I'll tell you this: um, fights are actually going to be a little bit more interesting for me in a fun way. Um, it, it was it, uh, while tanking; it does get annoying that you're just standing there holding up a shield, and that's all you're doing. And the current quote meta is don't do anything just stand there and hold up your shield and after a that's while that's just when you play with Zephin. <laughs> no that's no Sorry. when i play with Zephin, it's i haven't even gotten a chance to tank yet because <laughs> it's true. already dead <laughs> um so you know looking at the bright side of this all right the bright side of that which which you know it's it's basically like turning over a turret and saying well at least this side is less stinkier than the other <laughs> gross <laughs> Is is basically the fact that guess what? Um, at least tanking is not going to be so damn monotonous anymore. Uh, so so there is that. Well, I can't... At, at least you have the changes to the heavy armor and constitution, right, of Arwen? I mean, it only got reduced by forty two percent. No, that that just returns. there there no, there's no upside to that. That straight up sucks. <laughs> and that's um that's sort of my my next my next uh, thing on this one. Um, the heavy armor constitution thing, the forty two percent. This is the next thing that jump at, jumps out at me. I mean, did it have to be 42%? I mean, that's a hit. <laughs> that's really going to yeah, suck. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so in adjusting for this, guys, uh, for, for those tanks out there, you're really going to have to be mindful as to not necessarily what is your... And, and I, think, I think this is going to be the new adjustment for tanks. Your overall health pool may not necessarily matter as much as how, how much is your health recovery. I, that that I think is probably going to be slightly more important to tanks going forward than your your health pool. So so keep that in mind um, because with Constitution nerfed like this, forty two percent, you're really going to have to figure out how to pump up that um, that regen for your health. I can really see a lot of the people that play tanks going out getting sturdy gear now uh, and pumping in their CP into block cost reductions. Things of that nature, because it, you're gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna feel it. The the yeah. first month, yeah, uh, when this goes live, yep. if they maintain this, you're really going to feel it. That you're gonna have to be a much more mobile tank, 
in the hopes that you can, you know, get some some stamina back uh, to get that block back up, and the hopes that uh, you're not, you know, that your DPS doesn't just focus on the boss, but also gets rid of any mobs that are, you know, pop up in the fights because every time they hit you, every single one of them, it's going to, you know, just drain your system. So you can't have you know, right now where you're tanking the boss and all of the mobs and, you know, everybody focus on burning the boss down. You got to get rid of all of those extra, you know, trash mobs that are showing up. Um, anyone else uh, want to call out anything else in regards to what uh, what Zephyr read with uh, with weapons and, and armor and whatnot? I think there's there's oh, a I lot do. here. Yeah. Go ahead, <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. Go ahead. And go. <laughs> all right. Well, the first thing I want to hit is um, medium armor. You know, so heavy armor, <laughs> that one kind of jumps right out at you because 42% that's a big number, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it reduces, it, it, it's, 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 it's mind blowing, but I don't know heavy. if anybody caught this or not, but in medium armor for the wind walker, the passive that reduces the cost of your stamina abilities, um, yeah. it changed from one to 2% per piece per armor down from two to 3%. That's a 50% reduction. Yeah. 50%. <laughs> But that's you notice how they didn't say fifty percent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 I think uh, that was I very think clever. A lot of people that missed that. Yeah. Let's go over that one one more time. So the for medium armors, that's going to be your stamina, guys. Um, the Windwalker passive, which reduces the cost of your stamina abilities. Um, it is now or will be anyway one percent for your first point and then two percent for your second point per piece of medium armor it is currently on live two percent per piece and three percent per piece mm-hmm. so yeah, i see what you mean that's a 50 percent reduction yeah it is right so there. let's put this into From bigger numbers so. then right most so. people either run five or seven pieces depending on how your build is made up so you're talking right now, if you have all of the passives in, that you're somewhere between 15 and 21% stamina uh, ability uh, reduction. Yep. So that's pretty huge. I mean, you know, 20%, re- 21% reduction. Yeah. And now it's going to be a 14% reduction. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's a big hit. That's a big hit. And on top of the other uh, you know, champion point changes that they've made... Um, it's very noticeable. It is very noticeable. Yeah. And uh, really the other, the other stuff I'm going to just kind of take a wide swath at this. And that's a lot of people that play stamina DPSers know that the, uh, the meta that everybody talks about is dual wield on one bar and bow on the other bar. That's what most people play. And if you notice the changes here, the dual wield, uh, got a 60% increase to the cost of twin slashes and a 30% increase to the cost of volley. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the the fact remains is that uh if if you're if you're using medium armor and uh dual wielding with this windwalker passive, you're not going to be doing the damage numbers that you're doing. You're you're still going to be doing probably the most damage um or one of the classes doing the most damage in the game. However, uh don't don't get used to- <laughs> Get used to the idea of seeing smaller numbers now being more impressive, because <laughs> that's what they see. Here's here's what it comes down to. Um, just because of a lot of those changes, uh, the the Windwalker passive 
the uh, twin slashes uh, increase, the volley increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the twin slash and the volley increase doesn't bother me as much. I use both of those abilities, but the reason why it doesn't bother me a- as much is I don't spam those abilities as much because they are damaged over time. Uh, again, you know, because I'm an extreme casual, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. I. If you were to ask me how long both of those have damage going, I couldn't freaking tell you. I don't know. I just know that it's a damage over time. If you want that kind of information, right. go look it up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> but but I can tell you that it is a damage over time, which means you are not supposed to spam it. Correct. Okay? So, but I will tell you what I do spam is flurry. Okay. <laughs> now, <clears throat> on PTS. Not anymore. Uh... <laughs> You're 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 on par, okay? Uh, on PTS, it's always been a big joke. Uh, whenever I'm playing as my my stamina sorcerer, is you know how how do you play a stam sorcerer? You buff 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 stabby stabby stabby. That's what you do, okay? <laughs> and rinse repeat. You do that over and over again, okay? Now with this, how it is, you know, you can buff 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 stab, buff 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 stab oh. heavy attack. <laughs> Stab, heavy attack. Stab, heavy attack. Because you gotta build all of uh, all your stamina back up. So, like, what happens is you can actually get some pretty decent DPS numbers for a few seconds, and then you gotta build your stamina reserve back up. <laughs> oh, welcome to being a Templar trying to do damage. All right. So, yeah. all right, ain't that the truth? <laughs> now, so, did anybody else notice that throughout the this whole you know weapon section? Um, no staves, no staves at all were yep. affected. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did notice that. The stave users are back in the back with the sorcerers. Yeah, I know the sorcerers, like, which is usually the sorcerers <laughs> that are using the staves. <laughs> Nobody moves. <laughs> a lot of staves. Uh, a lot of guys using staves are just kind of poking that thing up their up their. Uh, their hey. skirts now. They like just keep it over here. <laughs> just keep quiet. <laughs> oh, good lord. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was a funnier joke anyway, in my head. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, with uh, all these, you know, hits and stamina and everything, I'm going to start walking around feeling like an old man. Like I'm tired. <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> I need to. Stay. Oh, I can't roll dodge. <laughs> About to become elder staves online again. Yeah, <laughs> you know that that I think is is the one thing worth, um, I, if anything is worth getting angry over. I think that's the one thing worth getting vocal about. Is, um, yes, it's about to become Elder Scrolls staves online again because with all of these these high cost, and, and you know I am looking at this in a vacuum. I don't know what the what the relative costs are for, um. For, for staff abilities, uh, so so maybe uh, maybe I'm calling it wrong, but um, uh, I, you know I think a lot of damage users are probably going to go over to using a staff because the the relative costs are are going to be lower. Yep, if that's the case. Um, but damage- but if you have a claw staff, you can heavy attack and taunt, which I know of Arwen. You tank a lot, Mike. You tank a lot. I tank a lot. And I, I really don't want to have to throw out a heavy attack to taunt something if I'm trying to tank with the Frost Staff. That sounds really dangerous. Well, here's what you know I, I'm going to see happening a lot, and I'm going to, to find incredible pleasure from it, 
is you know with the you know Rob wanting to play Elsa and you know he's going to get the frost <laughs> line and he's going to get the frost staff and he's going to be back there and he's going to be like oh I need some magic I'm in a heavy attack and then all of a sudden the boss <laughs> is going to turn around and just be like Quoof! yeah and then we'll be like oh Rob's dead again I'll tell you and what it's, you're going to yep. see this everywhere. Because that's what's going to happen. Is they're going to play the stabs, and they're not going to think, oh, don't heavy attack with a frost staff. Well, how am I supposed to get Magicka back then? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that, that that's one of my biggest fears about playing a frost warden uh, or an ice warden. Because, you know, I love my cryomancers. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's almost like I'm going to have to put, like, a resto staff on the back bar or something if I want to get Magicka back. <clears throat> Let's um, for for those of you freaking out in your car right now, then you're wondering how how the hell am I going to get through you know that veteran uh, Maelstrom Arena with this kind of change. Two th- one of one of two <laughs> yeah. things. One of two things is going to have to change here. All right. Um, if if this is as uh, a f- if the effect of this is as um, dramatic as we think it might be, as you think it might be. One of two things has to change. They either have to scale back what they're doing here, or they're going to have to nerf the bosses. Because what's going to end up happening is people are not going to be doing the damage that they're u- they're doing now in order to get through the content. If they're not doing that, then they're not getting through the content. And if they're not getting through the content, then people are not going to play their game. It's just that simple. And they have background... Um, uh, they have background programs that monitor things like this. So if uh, completion rates drop dramatically, they are going to change it. So that's something or to keep in the back completion rates that drop in three of the five classes, you know, they're going to make changes to help buff up those classes. Co- correct. Right. There is there is that too. Um, all right. Where, where are we at with this? Uh, we're at uh, uh, World, right? World. Soul yep. magic. All right, so, Mike. The Shatter Soul, the Soul Assault Morph, they fixed an issue where the rank four of this morph could be removed by Purge. Yeah, that would suck, you know. The, those those positive passives, we don't have enough of them. Don't take them away. Uh, and then the Undaunted, the Mystic Orb, the Necrotic Orb Morph, this morph now increases the damage the orb deals. The Necrotic Orb, the synergy of this ability and its morphs now restore stamina or magicka in the synergy... To the synergy user, whichever percentage is lower. The amount restored is now based on your character level instead of your max resources. The synergy is also has also a shared cooldown with the spear shard synergy. Uh, so this allows classes other than Templars to provide a powerful resource restore to the group. Um, so they, we've talked that's about this okay. earlier. Go ahead, Liz. Uh, well, no, that's that's why. I mean, other yeah. people can do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, assault War. Assault. Vigor. Increase the cost of this ability and its morph by approximately 30%. Vigor was too cheap for an area of effect healing ability, so we increased its cost so there is a more there is more of an impact and keeping the <clears throat> heal over time buff active. Caltra. Multiple player characters can now stack this ability and its morphs in the same area and damage the same target. Reduce the size of this ability and its morph to 8 meters from 12 meters. Reduce the duration of this ability and its morphs to 12 seconds from 30 seconds. 
reduce the cost of this ability and its morph by approximately 50%, oh, that's okay. increase the damage of its ability and its morph by approximately 75%. Nice. <laughs> this is the only good news for yes. scam users yep. in this entire season. I actually, I even like the the reducing of the size because it was just like, it was it it was too much and it did too little. Yeah, so being able to concentrate it, yeah. yeah. Oh, There's gonna be so, everywhere now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so I, I can only imagine trying to run over one of these things is gonna be like running into lava. Yeah, this is good news for tanks. This is good it news for twelve man uh, PV or PVE. They're, all of your trials group, everybody's just gonna drop caltrops on the boss. Yep. Uh, so from the developer, the changes in Caltrops allows it to behave more like a standard ground-targeted damage over time ability, such as Lightning Splash or Volley. This will help improve stamina build, sustain single target and area of effect damage in dungeons and trials. Yeah. So two uh, racial passives here, and then just a quick thing on uh, the champion system. Uh, Argonian skills, the resourceful, this passive allows... This passive ability now restores health, magic, and stamina based on your character level instead of your max resource. Uh, the Red Guard's Adrenaline Rush. This passive ability now restores stamina based on your character level instead of your max stamina. And so we've talked about this. That you know, the, the higher up you go, the more powerful you're going to feel until you reach a you know a soft cap type of thing. So we'll come back to the champion system after we've had our little discussion here. Anything on <laughs> Undaunted? Assault, Caltrops, Vigor. I think I think the change to Vigor was a, a little excessive. Um, I mean, it, it's a great ability, but I can tell you the reason why they they did this is because it is constantly spammed. Um, hey, you know, uh, inside Rob. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, I do need to uh, let you guys know. Um, I want to get all of this on on the video, and we've got about uh, we've got about eleven minutes left. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. So um, let's uh, we'll get Rob's thoughts on this, and then we'll go into the champion system, and then we'll we'll try and finish out. All right. Um, basically, you know, because this ability is spammed a lot in PvP, and I myself have spammed it a lot in VMA. Uh, I mean, it's it's understandable, but it is a heal over time. Uh, what I think a better option for this would have been is something similar to what they did with Bolt Escape. Is that the first time you cast it? then it costs a certain amount of resources. If you cast it again within a certain number of seconds, then its its cost is increased, so on and so forth. So that way you can't spam it, and that to get the best use out of it is to just constantly keep the heal going by refreshing it when the heal is about to drop off. Yeah. I'm done. <clears throat> okay. Um, Mike, continue on with uh, Champion System. So two things in the Champion System that are uh, pretty new here. So in the Steed tree ironclad uh, fixed an issue where the champion passive was decreasing all damage taken instead of only direct damage taken and then the atronach the master at arms fixed an issue where the champion passive was increasing all the damage done instead of only the direct damage done so i spent some time digging for this because yeah. you know you look through your tooltips and everything what is direct damage right. you know we know <laughs> what a dot is uh, damage over time we know that our bows produce, you know, damage from range. We know that AOEs have a, you know, um, a, a large radius damage. But what is this direct damage? So after some digging, some, you know, talking to people, sending texts and messages and, you know, things of that nature, come to find out it's approximately 
the damage done at the very first you know hit on 60% of our damage abilities. The thing that really made me the, the most annoyed is that this really applies only to the magic casting type of damage. So your stam users aren't going to want to actually put uh, info into this. Uh, they're really going to want to put into physical weapon expert. So direct damage does not mean I punch you, you hit the floor. Exactly. Okay. It means you cast a spell at me and maybe I hit the floor. But if you punch me, I might actually get stronger. Kind of like, you know, Vegeta or, you know, Kakarot. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> so, you know, the only way to find this stuff out is talking to people. And even still, we're not quite sure exactly which um, abilities cause direct damage. So if you get a chance to get on the PTS and you know what your skill is that you use a lot, go and test it out by putting points into the direct damage skill line and seeing does your damage go up significantly. Uh, because, you know, from what I've seen, if you're using Stam, Dual Wield, uh, or um, the two-handed uh, weapons, you're probably not going to want to be putting stuff into Master at Arms. Uh, the Ironclad, you're probably going to want to put stuff into there because some of the bosses uh, do actually do direct damage. So just be aware of that, that, you know, this direct damage is on these two new... Uh, stars in the champion system and they're not in the tooltips so it's going to take some uh testing to find out exactly is it worth inputting your points into those before you know live goes on okay and that's it for what i have <laughs> all right Aww. uh so so um we've also got this uh this this final note here from uh from zoss uh, which Mike put in here. It says from Zoss later in the forum chain. Uh, and they say this. First, we want to reiterate why we're making these global changes to abilities and resource management. And most of this will sound very familiar if you read the PTS patch notes. Our combat system features fast-paced action where resource management plays a large part in performing effectively. Player abilities in ESO specifically do not have cooldowns for this very reason. Resource management is a core pillar of the system. Due to the number of balance changes we've made over time, the core pillar of resource management has become trivialized, in that it's become easier than ever to have nearly infinite sustainability while still being fully maximized for damage. The overall goal here is to have a combat system that reinforces decision-making and resource management. With that being said, one of the main concerns we want to address is the worry that we're nerfing Templars in order to make the Warden a stronger healing class, mm -hmm. particularly by nerfing Major Mending and giving it to Wardens. We've made it so all classes have to meet conditional requirements to gain Major Mending. Dragon Knights need to have their damage shields up, Wardens have to heal a low health target, and Resto Staff users have to completely complete a fully charged heavy attack. It's also worth noting that we're planning on adjusting the Warden passive accelerated growth because it's currently too easy to keep it active for long periods of time. If you're worried that there's no reason to play a Templar over a Warden or any other class, keep in mind that Templars have a stronger single target burst heal that's easier to aim, Rushed Ceremony. They have a faster healing spammable ability with Healing Ritual and their ultimate heal hits targets in a 28 meter radius instead of 8 meters. In addition, have in addition have also have a free heal with repentance 
can cleanse allies with cleansing ritual synergy and can move five effect can remove five effects from themselves. Rush Ceremony is also still the strongest heal in ESO. So Templars still have a lot going for them. All right, final conclusions. Uh, and I want to get everyone in on this. Um, so uh, starting with uh, starting with uh, Zephyr on this. Play it smarter. Okay. That's really the best way to go about it. You know, Thanks, Dad. And don't, don't worry about trying to get, you know, your maximum DPS or anything. Just, you know, learn the fights, know the fights and work your way through it. Almost every fight can, uh, you know, can be won by strategy. And Mike. Yeah. Fights are going to be a little bit longer. Uh, you know, we've seen this already from just some basic PTS stuff. Uh, but you're going to have to play tactically. It's not going to be, you know, just button mashing one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Liz, I look forward to changing my class now. <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, healing of Arwen. And and Ro- yeah, oh, yeah. Liz looks forward yeah, to healing as a warrior. Trying to tank some boss? No, no. And rage. <sighs> it's going to take some adjustment, but this is it. It's going to be okay. It's yeah. going to be okay, okay? 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 Okay, I promise. It, it is going to be okay, but it is going to require some period of adjusting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Stefan, are you for hire for uh, telling us what to change our bars to? Right now, no, we're out of time. <laughs> yep, we're oh! out of time. <laughs> All right, folks, listen. Um, we've, got, uh, we've got a few minutes left in the show, and I want to I wanna end off on this note. Two players. Um... Listen, we are going to get through this, all right? We always have. We always do. Um, The stuff that you're reading, yes, it it is a major adjustment, of course. Um, But it's an adjustment. It's not a game ender. Uh, Like I said earlier, you know, if they need to to adjust on their end, Zoss will. Uh, This is the adjustment that they see that needs to be done on their end. And we will rebuild. We will re-gear. We will find a way. We'll stand in different places. And we'll talk with our group members a little bit more. That's how we're going to get through a lot of this stuff. I guarantee you that. Um, the cost stuff that we saw, probably the, the some of the stuff worth getting vocal about in the forums. Constructively, of course. So do that. On that note, um, I've, got another, I've got another word here I would like to sort of end off on, too. Considering the week that we had, and I'd, I'd like to use the last part of the show for this on a word or two on how we reacted as a community this week to the gameplay and balance changes for those like Alcast who called for people to calm down. Uh, even though you could tell he was upset by some changes, I commend you. This is the same thing we at here at ESOTR are calling for as well. Calm down guys. It's not going to be that bad. All right. Uh, the fact remains that if a change is made and it isn't really good for the game, despite what you think or what you know through your own testing, Zoss is going to change it. Zoss has programs running in the background that measures all sorts of details, like quest abandonment, which was used in the first three months of the game to adjust difficulty on some bosses. The list of metrics they use to monitor the overall health of the game is staggering. On top of that, player feedback, which is something they highly value. Metrics can measure numbers, but numbers cannot measure player fulfillment. That's where our feedback comes in. 
Through innovation and imagination, the devs try and meet the numbers with our feelings in the middle where everyone can reasonably be happy and the game can work as intended to their vision. So the outcry in the forums was expected. But what wasn't expected, what I wasn't expecting, was the toy-throwing whining that came from certain popular video creators who decried their class was broken and decided to make embarrassing video upon embarrassing video and even exclaim their departure from the game as a result of patch notes, folks. Patch freaking notes. This was done over patch notes. Alright, you people call yourselves professionals? You know who you are. You know who I'm talking to. You're an embarrassment and nothing more, and I hope your viewers see you for what you are. A bunch of front-running, ego-driven children, and a bunch of YouTube clickbait hacks. Listen, folks. The time for slamming your toys on the ground and screaming it's broken is over. Either put up with the changes, or get on the PTS and test, test, test your hearts out and provide that feedback to Zoss. Class changes are inevitable with the Warden, so hold strong and ride the wave like we always have. For those of you who have said, this is it, and you're not coming back, well, we've heard that from you before. You came back once, and you'll likely do it again. Hopefully, next time, with a little more humility in your heart and some damn sense in your mind. With that, I'd like to thank everyone who watched the show today. I'd like everyone uh, to thank everyone who, who downloaded, and uh, if you did enjoy the show, please give us an upvote here on YouTube. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always... May the foos be with you!